Will more than two banks fail? Is it time to buy gold? Recently, the FDIC took over two banks that were in trouble. Now we have reports that an additional 20 regional banks have in excess of $650 billion in bond losses. The Fed admits that their increase in interest rates have done little to bring inflation under control. They may well increase the amount and frequency of interest rates. Isn't it time to consider gold in your portfolio? From January 1st, 2023 to today, the price of gold is up twice as much as the S&P 500. Go to blacksandwhites.us, click on the gold bar, and reach out to Advisors Metals and ask Ira, is gold right for you? Call now. It's important. Welcome to Black and White, a conversation with Dan Perkins. It's time to bring all of us together to talk about the issues that concern us. It's time to hear from people who want to deal with only the facts. And it's time for you as Americans to re-engage in your right of freedom of speech. It's time for you to join me in the conversation on Blacks and Whites. Hi, how are you? I'm beside myself. Why? Because, because I have you on my show. Well, thank you. <laughs> I have something. I know we have a, a short time together, but I have to tell you something on a more personal basis. Yes. I have, I have watched you on television for a long time. Yes. And I admire one of your traits as I have admired it in people all throughout my life. And that is the passion by which you express yourself of what is in your heart. Thank you. Thank your, you. Your, Thank your, you. Your energy and enthusiasm um, uh, is amazing to me. And um, I know how hard it is to keep energy up when you're doing television <laughs> or radio. But you just do a, yeah. a, a, I love your passion. And you know what? We could use about 300 million more people with the kind of passion that you have. And maybe we could turn this country around. Well, I'll tell you, Dan, I very much appreciate what you're saying. And it means that we probably agree on most things. I don't know that we need 300 million. All we need is, you know, uh, the silent majority to start speaking up. But, you know, the energy is obviously it's something that you and I understand in the business. But, uh, you know, as old as I am, I literally... Uh, cannot stop fighting. I mean, it is, this is all worth fighting for. It's an outrage what's going on. So I'm excited to be on with you, Dan, and I really appreciate it. And, and another person, you're gorgeous. <laughs> well, thank you. I used to be, but thank you. No, I appreciate you, that. You start, <laughs> I mean, I understand, I understand television. You photograph very well and, thank um, you. and, and you dress magnificently. Um, yep. I've always so been, I've always been a clothes person, unfortunately. And so here's the thing, Dan, you can't That's really it. gain, you can't gain weight because then you have to buy a new wardrobe and I can't afford it. I know, one. I know, <laughs> I, I, underst I understand that. Um, so uh, I, I wanna get started. I, I wanna tell you when I was confirmed that you were gonna be on the show, even though it's a short time, I've yeah. spent the last, a good bit of the last day and a half thinking about what is the first question I would like to, to ask you that I think a lot of my listeners and a lot of other people who will hear this would like to have your answer. So okay. if, you're, if you're ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. Welcome back to Blacks and Whites. And we have an incredibly gifted, smart, intelligent, passionate person that we have the honor to talk to tonight, um, Judge Janine. And uh, 
we're going to do as much as we can. And I just start off. Thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to talk with you. Well, first of all, Dan, thank you so much. And I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. And I'm looking forward to our conversation. Okay. So I, as I was telling uh, the judge uh, before we went on the air, I, I've been spending uh, the better part of a day and a half when she was confirmed to be on the show, what I want to talk to her about. And I, I want to I learn from you and I want my audience to learn from you. And I'm, I'm older than you. I'm will be 78 next month. Wow. Yep. And, uh, uh, and I don't believe what they put out at your age. You just, that's a whole other story. Whole other story. Yeah, thank you. Most thank of, you. I've, I've been in radio and television a long time. I write, I write books, I write children's books. I do all kinds of stuff. Wow. And I've spent a lot of time studying the Congress and the presidency. And I'm perfectly willing to admit to you, I have not spent a lot of time on the judiciary. Yes, and I, I have this question that's been nagging me for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Let me try and phrase, phrase it real quick. Okay. You were a sitting judge for some yes. period of time. Yes. And I, I, I followed immensely what happened to Donald Trump and what happened in the courts and what is continuing to happen in the courts. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand, Judge, is that we had the FISA court. I have written about the FISA court in some of mm -hmm. my novels. But mm -hmm. the FISA court has been made up of, of supposedly intelligent jurists who are hand-selected by the, by the, the um, uh, chief judge as mm -hmm. to who should sit there. Exactly. And, and so, um, the question I have with that background, we know that certain officers of the federal government signed a FISA warrant mm -hmm. to investigate. And as I understand it, in the FISA warrant, there's a, a, a provision that you are swearing to the accuracy under penalty of law as a felony if you lie on this application. Yes. And we know now that everybody who signed it lied at least three or four times. Mm -hmm. Now, the question comes to the judge. If you're the sitting judge and you find out that the prosecution, in this case, the Justice Department, has been lying to you and manipulating evidence and representing something that was true when it was actually false, why didn't the court do anything? Why didn't they haul a bunch of people into the court and say, you, you broke the law? Why didn't that happen? Well, first of all, um, you know, I I have addressed this issue in the book, one of my books, Liars, Leakers and Liberals. And your question is absolutely on point. And it really is a it, it is a, a recognition that within the FISA court, within the federal court, within the judiciary, there is an acceptance as long as you're on the same side of the aisle of a certain amount of falsification. And let me be clear about what I'm saying. If I were the FISA judge and Jim Comey, who I happen to know, by the way, when I was a DA, he was a US attorney in the Southern District. And Jim Comey, and I've signed warrants when I was 12, 
Uh, if you sign a warrant and you lie in that warrant, I make sure that you are hauled into court, held in contempt, and hopefully prosecuted for perjury. All right, because there is nothing worse than an attempt to corrupt the justice system in America. And right. when, Dan, there was no one hauled into court except a uh, small line of, uh, I think his name was Dan, Dave Kleinman or something. I don't remember the name. You know, he was, uh, he changed something in the warrant uh, and said that uh, uh, the guy who gave the information, I, I forget his name, was not, had not been used as a CIA informant in the past, Carter Page. Um, right. He lied about that. He was he was he pled guilty to a misdemeanor and was never disbarred. And that was the end of it. That's when I knew, Dan, that the criminal justice system that I gave 32 years of my life to as a prosecutor, a judge and a district attorney was at the highest level corrupt. You do not go back after one warrant, go to another warrant and continue on that warrant with no additional information with lies as the basis of the application. And that is why Americans have lost faith in the justice system. Dan, they don't understand what you're talking about necessarily in terms of the FISA court and the chief judge dragging him in and the FISA court judge being called in. If I were the administrative judge, I'd uh, the chief judge, I'd call him and say, why are you tolerating this? And didn't you ask a question? You said They said it was verified. Did you confirm that it was verified? No. OK, but that's when everybody knew. And when Hillary Clinton was prosecuted and she destroyed 33,000 emails, that's when everybody knew. And we are at the cusp. And that's why I wrote the book, Crimes Against America. This is the left, the, the ideological leftist progressives who have sought to literally change this country and our way of life by transforming our justice system, our judicial system, our education system, our money system so that they can turn this into a Venezuela. People are not safe anymore. There is no equality. There's only equity. And this is all nonsense. And it has only happened in the last 10, 12 years. And it happens very quickly, Dan. And that's what's so depressing about all of this. But Judge, you, you're, you're, thank you for helping me understand because it's very important. But, but it also appears to me that what you're saying is that the, ju the, the justice system as we know it today is corrupt. And I if, think, go ahead. No, I, I, did I get that right or, or am I wrong? Yeah, I think that there are certain people who have power who are, who are corrupt in the justice system, just like there are certain people in the intelligence community, 51 of them who literally swayed an election based on polls taken after the election, who were willing to sign on to a letter saying it was Russian disinformation when everyone knew that Hunter Biden's laptop had been uh, comp not confiscated, had been dropped off at a... Uh, uh, at, at a laptop repair company, and yet they all signed on. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Brenner, uh, uh, Brennan, and Clapper, and um, um, not not McCabe. Some of the other ones, um, uh, Leon Panetta, 51 right. intelligence heads of the agency, CIA heads, who were willing to sign on to a letter to help Joe. And then we get a president who gets elected. And he's allowed to say at a debate 
But uh, even 51 Intel officers said that that laptop is disinformation. Well, the, the press could easily have found out whether that laptop was disinformation by checking the emails and finding out, as the New York Post did. And believe me, the New York Post wasn't looking to destroy anybody because if they were lying, they would have been charged with defamation and they would have lost their pants in this thing. But they knew that it was accurate. They checked their sources. They found out the laptop belonged to Hunter. And now what we've got is a president who has questionable policies as it relates to China and the fact that Hunter Biden, what he was a drug addict thrown out of the military, he's now a deadbeat dad. And, you know, we've got all kinds of policies where they're trying to impose electric vehicles on us. Nobody wants an electric vehicle. We had we had fossil fuel independence. And now they want to buy lithium batteries from China and rely on China and rely on Saudi Arabia and Venezuela for oil. Look, the grid can't handle this. This is a takedown of America. It's a takedown by the left of our republic, and it's a crime against America. And it's been going on for 10 years, and that's why I wrote about it. I'm fed up with it, you know? And it, for me, it is, it is about what I have seen and what I know to be true and what I know not to be true. But Judge, uh, thank you that, for that was just uh, amazing what you had to say. But it, it, it goes to the point that the American, the true patriotic American can't trust the Congress, they can't trust the president and the administration, and now they can't trust the courts. So it shouldn't be surprising that, that a lot of people have given up. They, 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 don't, they want, don't want to get involved because they don't think they're going to go anywhere. I mean, we started the Black and White Network because we felt that America had lost its voice of freedom of speech. And yep. we have very simple. You can come on and talk about whatever you want. You can't use any profanity. You can't attack anybody as a person. You can argue with them about what they believe. And, and if, you, if you break the rules, I'll take you off the air. I'm not taking anybody off the air. And people mm -hmm. like the idea of hearing people like the judge, who they respect and admire as a person, uh, as, a, as a, a massive intellect, and lots of experience. But I, I think that, that America no longer trusts anybody. And you know what it's gonna take, Dan, and I, I, there's, no question that, there's no question that you're right. Uh, it's going to take people continuing to vote because if they don't vote for DAs and if they don't vote is for school boards and they don't vote in a presidential election, then for sure they can take over, the left can take over the country. But I believe, I truly believe that just like you see the defund police movement in some of the big cities are trying to turn it around. Uh, they know that they can't defund and, and continue with businesses as usual. They know that people will move out of these cities. People now understand because crime is in their face. So that, you know, everybody knows now it's time to get on board and vote on the issues that matter. And you know what happened, Dan, in the midterms, I got to tell you, and I don't write about this in Crimes Against America because there are so many other issues from the border, et cetera. But, you know, people voted on social issues and cultural issues like the Dobbs case and, and abortion. And the truth is that's been given back to the states. 
People have got to vote on education. They've got to vote on crime. They've got to vote on the economy, on inflation, on electric vehicles, on jobs, and not being controlled by people who believe that violence is the answer. And uh, we can never lose faith in the electoral process or in the voting system. Otherwise, we're doomed. We're doomed. Yes. Do you have time for one more question? Yeah, quickly. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, what do you think is going to happen on Friday with the border? I think that America is going to see up close and personal the impact that the surge and the invasion, and I talk about this at length in Crimes Against America. Uh, you know, everybody thinks not in my backyard, but what's happening now is since Joe Biden has been president, four million illegals have entered the country, there are one million gotaways, and the cartel is in charge of the border, okay? And Americans are dying of fentanyl poisoning. So right. what they're going to see is your town, village, or city will be inundated. And people are going to start asking the question, who pays for this? And right. it is, it's about time because the southern part of the country, unfortunately, has been paying the price. Right. We have been having a fascinating conversation with a person I admire for energy and enthusiasm and her knowledge. <laughs> Judge Janine, thank you so much for joining us. Where can we get your books? Uh, you can get Crimes Against America on Amazon or Winning Team Publishing, whatever works. But I think that this is probably the best of all the books that I've written. And it really is a showdown for America. They've got to see that we either go one way or the other. And now, it, it now is, it's not too late, but much longer, it'll be too late. And Dan, I personally want to thank you for uh, all that you do as well. I'd love to have you back on sometime. Yes, I would love to come on. I will tell my staff that. Thank you. Take thank care, you. Man. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. We'll be right back. What a great interview. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Why do Democrats hate Americans so much? When Hillary was running for president, she said half of Donald Trump's supporters were, quote, a basket of deplorables. Recently, Joe Biden, at a speech in Philadelphia, told America that half of us are semi-fascist terrorists. Under the First Amendment of the Constitution, we have the right to express our opinions. And if we disagree with the left, they don't have the right to take away our freedom of speech. Clearly, the statement by Hillary and Biden are designed to silence the conservatives in America. Many Americans find it easier to go along with the left and give up their right to disagree. What would America look like today if our founding fathers would have given in to the king and not fought for their freedom? Today, we must fight to take America back. Join the new generation of patriots who believe in the Constitution. Join the new revolution in America.